Welcome to the Sis Stop Sulking podcast, the safe space for women ready for change. My name is Miss Tasha Talks Life. I'm an educator and author of the book titled Sis Stop Sulking, God's Plan is Greater. I once was feeling stuck knowing there was more inside of me. So I'm creating a community of women who desires to put themselves first and live a life of purpose on purpose. See, when you prioritize your needs and desires, you become a better mom, wife, daughter, friend, and overall better you. So join me each week while we uncover the many layers to becoming the best version of you. And sis, don't worry, I got you. Hello, hey, hey, hey. Welcome to another episode of the Sis Stop Talking Podcast. I am your host, Miss Tasha Talks Life. How are you today? Um, your girl is tired, tired, tired. But I am here because I have some really good stuff to talk about today. Um, before I get into it, uh, this weekend I went to a woman, a women's empowerment um, soiree. I think that's what they call it, and it was so good. It was very intimate. It was in Harlem. I haven't been out to the city in so long, it feels like, and it was in Harlem and it was really dope. Like, um, I made some really good connections. There were some women that I had been following previously that were, um, on the panel. And then there was some women that I connected with. Um, and it just was, it was just really good. I invited two of my good, 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 good girlfriends to come with me because they are still in that. They are also in that women empowerment entrepreneur um, space. So we had a really good time. And then after we left there, we went out to eat. Um, We were supposed to go to a vegan restaurant called Vegan Hood, the Vegan Hood. And then as we were walking to it, we saw another restaurant. They were playing music. It just was a whole vibe. And we ended up going there. Needless to say, the service wasn't a hundred percent. The food was pretty good, but the vibe is what what ultimately drew uh, drawn us drew us into going. So, um, yeah. So it was it was really good. It was an emotional. They did an activity before I get into it. They did an activity where they gave out cards and they were like affirmation cards. And I wish I had my card in front of me. Actually, I have a, a picture of it. And the card says, my card, because everybody had to pick a random card. And then at the end of the panel, the questions and all of that, um, they had you come up to this mirror. And I thought this was just such an amazing activity. I will be doing this with my clients um, because I think it's it was so dope. But anyway, my card, it was two sides to the card. And the first part of my card said, I will have everything I want. And then, so it has like a, a, a declaration, a mindset declaration, and then you read it in the, in front of the mirror, and then you turn it over and read the other side. So the first side says, I will have everything I want. The second side says, when you set goals, know that you have the power to achieve them, believe in yourself and do the work. And that card totally resonated with me being in this season right now. Um, my faith is super strong right now. So I, and everything is just starting to align in my business, in my brand. And um, 
to to hit to to pull a card that says when you um when you set goals know that you have the power to achieve them believe in yourself and do the work so i'm at a point right now where i'm just like doing the work i'm putting in the hours i am you know hiring help i am doing all the things and that kind of leads me to uh this topic but so I'm standing in front of Mira. I read the card. Now she asks me, what does that card mean to you? And girl, the tears started flowing. I'm like, you know what? Like these people don't know you from a hole in the wall, girl. What you, what? and I was just like, I, I didn't, totally didn't expect it. Totally didn't expect it. I had makeup on, lashes. I mean, the works and I'm sitting here like crying but what that meant to me was that right now I am in a really tough season of my life and I don't talk about it I'm not ready to talk about it I still show up every single day authentically me not bleeding on people so if you're looking at my social media you would never know and it, that's just life I'm not social media is not my life Social media is a tiny glimpse at the things that are going on in my life. So right now I'm in a really tough, tough season. And in the mix of being of this in this tough season, I am working on building and growing my business. So I have goals and I know that I have the power to achieve them and believing in myself that even through the storm, I can still overcome. I can still, and, and being grateful in the storm for what's to come and for what you already have. And so, and doing the work despite, because there are days, if I'm honest, and I know I'm not the only one, but there are days when I just rather stay in the bed and cry and eat bonbons. Of course, that's just the same, but, you know, and watch Netflix and just chill. Like, there are times when I don't want to adult. There are times when I don't want to be bothered, but I am on an assignment. I set these goals. I know that I can achieve them and I have to believe that. And then I do the work. So that card really, really struck a nerve, like really touched me. And so that was one of the activities at the event. And it just segues into what I'm talking about today. So soft life living as you if you have not heard of in the past couple of months that women are talking about living the soft life um you know resting in their femininity and things like that so the urban dictionary defines soft life as a life of ease without requiring hard work sacrifice and unpleasantness and it's like the ultimate goal to live a soft life with no struggle, right? And it, it it's it's a it's a thing. It's a thing because as I believe that as you mature and as you experience different hardships, different trials, different things, obstacles, it's a natural thing to know already how to navigate or knowing the things that you don't want knowing. So to 
to, to, to arrive in this soft life is not because it's trending, you know, that that's just what they're calling it now. And, but to be here is like protecting your peace, um, having boundaries and realizing that, mm, is this serving me? So a life of ease without requiring hard work, sacrifice and unpleasantness. And the beauty of soft life is that we all have a different interpretation of what a soft life looks like. Like for someone, it may be luxury, designer things, you know, uh, expensive uh, trips, you uh, elegant foods, and that is the soft life. For someone else, it could just be having time, you know, having time alone, um, you know, being able to get a massage once a week, not, you know, but it does, the bottom line is that soft life is living a life of ease and whatever that looks like for you. So I'm a mindset coach. I'm a wellness coach. Um, I help women to prioritize their health and self-care so they can look and feel amazing alongside raising a family. And I believe that in order to obtain or create or build a soft life, it has to first start with your mindset. It has to first start with your mindset. Like you gotta, you have to number, oh, I'm not gonna jump the gun because I wanna give you uh, six ways to begin to create your soft life lifestyle, okay? The first way is scheduling self-care time. Spending some time refilling your cup. Spending some time re, um, restoring your energy, right? Self-care is not a cliche. It's not something that you can um, choose to do or not. It's a requirement. It is a necessity. In order for you to be the best version of yourself, in order for you to show up confidently in any area of your life, in order for you to have the energy to adult, the energy to run a meeting at your job, the energy to take care of your kids, the energy to, after a long day, still be submissive to your husband intimately, whatever it is, your self-care has to be a priority because when you lack self-care, you are um, resentful, tired, overwhelmed. Your cup is empty and pouring from an empty cup is impossible, right? So that's number one. Number two is making time to rest. Now, when I was coming up with these, I kind of, I almost grouped these two together, but then I was like, no, because self-care is kind of doing things to restore. So that may be taking a bubble bath. That may be meditating. That may be uh, getting your, a pedicure. That may be taking a nice walk. That may be buying yourself something to make you feel beautiful. Like, but when I say make time to rest and do nothing, that means literally not working on the weekends. Okay, I'm gonna, I work my nine to five and I'm doing this business. So Monday through Friday, I am not going to bed till X amount of time, but on the weekend, I'm not doing any work. 
or I'm not answering any emails. I'm not posting any content. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like that is making time to rest, going to bed a little bit earlier, right? Uh, number three, choose and eat, choose ease and ask for help. So it's this, this, this misconception that you, you're not relatable if you haven't struggled and you don't have to, to struggle, right? If you choose ease, meaning like if, um, for me, one of my biggest struggles in my business is marketing meaning posting consistently on social media, um, creating content that is valuable and just showing, I get moved according to how I feel, but that's not how you grow a business, especially a service-based business or coaching or something like that. You need to be consistent. So because that is my weakness and I can create the content, I have all the, the resources. I can do it myself. It just takes me longer. It's a struggle. And so I'm choosing ease by paying for somebody, paying someone to do it for me, paying somebody to take my content that I create myself and post it and make beautiful graphics and things like that. So another thing, another example would be um, my laundry. I, I used to do this years ago but I got away from it. I dropped my laundry off at the laundromat in the morning and I pick it up after work. Like, am I paying probably double, triple? Yes. Is it worth it? Absolutely. I don't have time to wash clothes. I do not have a washer and dryer currently in my house. I do not um, have time to sit at a laundromat. So it, I am making it easy. I'm choosing ease. And sometimes it's going to cost. And then asking for help. I am so grateful for my village. I am so grateful for my parents. I'm so grateful for my nieces and nephews and, you know, my sisters um, to, that helped me with my kids, like, ask for help. And I remember not too long ago, like, I struggled with asking for help all my life. I never wanted to be a bother. And, I, and now that I think about it, it probably stems from being raised and bouncing around from different family members to family members that I always felt like and overhearing things being said that I felt like I was a burden. So I never really asked for help. So I'm going to I'm that person, if you can imagine that uh, when grocery shopping has 20 to 30 bags and tries to carry them all in one trip, like instead of asking somebody to help me. And so choosing ease and asking for help is so important. It actually makes you strong. Like people think that that makes you weak. It makes you strong because you realize that you cannot do it alone. You cannot do it alone. Um, number four, stop the negative self-talk. Speak life positivity mindset declarations big up yourself you know uh, it's so it flows so freely to say something negative about yourself than to say something positive you ever notice that like you say um oh man i'm so fat oh i don't have a butt oh my hair is so short um oh i need i don't have any money whatever the case may be 
It's so easy to spew the negativity. But what about the what about bigging up yourself? Complimenting, complimenting yourself, boosting yourself up. Like I literally look at myself in the mirror and big myself up. And when I first started doing it, I felt a little bit silly, but now I'd be dead serious. <laughs> Bigging up myself. And you know, another activity that you can do if you're struggling to big up yourself, if you're struggling to um, speak life about yourself is jot down all of your accomplishments. Jot down everything that you've done from something so big to something so small. And then as you look at that, you're like, well, damn, I am that chick. I, I, girl, and Papa Yakala. Because this is a little side note, it's because we accomplish, we achieve, we, you know, overcome so many things. And we never really take the time to pat ourselves on the back. It's almost like, okay, well, what's the next thing? Let's go. I did this. I had to make it work less. What's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? And I had to even do that with my book. I dropped my book. It was, I had a launch party. It was amazing. And next thing I know, I'm like, okay, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? And it's like, enjoy the moment. Enjoy. You wrote a book, girl. Like you you know, and so many people say to me, I, now I can say I know an author and that feels so good. So side note, this, um, this coworker at my job, she, um, she's, she, she been following me on social media. I didn't know at first. And then she told me, but she bought a book. So she was telling another coworker about me being an, um, a well, a health and wellness, uh, mindset and wellness coach and that I have a book and stuff. And the woman stopped me and she was like, I didn't even know. She was like, you're, you know, you're so kind and so positive. And it's that there, I didn't even know. Um, and I want to like, I want to support. And, and she was just saying like, you know, I, um, now I can say, I know an author and this and that. And it's like, sometimes we got to take in the moment, take in the time to embrace the change that we're making in people's lives, that's the, 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 the growth, the accomplishments, not just up oh, check. What's the next thing? Let's check, check, you know, and that's something that I had to learn too. That's something that I had to learn. Um, so what number am I on? Number five, this one is so huge for me. Um, the next two are very huge for me. Number five is focus on the things you can control. When you are focused on things that are, you cannot control people, you cannot control the weather, you cannot control traffic, right? So when you focus on the things you can control, the things that you can um, fix, the things that you can build, the things that you can create, the things that you can tear down, that is where you start to fall into your soft life not focusing and complaining about the things that is completely out of your control. And then the last one is stop making everyone else's problem your own. And this was another one that I had to learn. Like I, Mrs. Fix It, call me Mr. MacGyver. And it's like, 
sometimes that is not my place. A lot of times it's not. And some people have to figure things out on their own. There's lessons for them that I'm taking away from them when I try to fix it, or it can cause, it can cause friction, distorted interpretation. Like, so stop making everyone else's problem your own. And once I did that, like there's times somebody be telling me stuff and not that if it's something that I could help with, or if there's a resource that I know about, or if there is something like that, if I know that, then of course I'm going to help, but being more concerned than the person itself, it's like crazy. So I had to learn that. Stop making everybody. I am not Captain Savo. I am not She-Ra, She-Ro, none of that. Like, so, um, so I'm just going to recap scheduling. Number one was scheduling self-care time. Number two, making time to rest. Number three, choose ease, ask for help. Number four, um, stop negative self-talk and big up yourself. Number uh, five, focus on the things you can control. And number six is stop making everyone else's problems your own. So once you start to tap into those things, you will naturally fall into your soft life. And I would take it a step further and define, write down, journal about what is what does soft life mean to you? Once you can identify what the soft, and I would say, close your eyes, envision yourself. What does the soft life look like for you? Write that down and start working towards that using these um, six tips, these six strategies, and watch how your life changes. And watch how your life changes. So before we end, we are going to get into the mindset declarations. The first one, I first, you know, I'm going to tell you, write it down right now. Repeat after me. Um, you could always go back, but it, there's power in speaking life. There's power in speaking over yourself. So first one, my life is filled with abundance and goodness. I affirm when life is tough, I will stay soft. I live a life of ease, even when living life isn't easy. These are some powerful declarations, guys. I live a life of ease, even when living life isn't easy. That's my favorite. And I think I'm going to, because that one came from your girl. I wrote that one. <laughs> so like I say, sometimes I get affirmations from blogs and things like that. But then sometimes I create my own affirmations pertaining to my topics in my life and what is inspiring to me. So um, I hope this helps. I hope that, you know, you are working on yourself daily. And I believe that if you are listening to the sound of my voice, you are elevating, you are growing, you are intentional about all the things that I'm teaching and I want you to share this with someone else. Even if you you can copy the link and just email it, um, text it to them and they'll get it and they open it and they listen to it. So I, I want to um, encourage you to share the show with somebody. If it's just one person, share the show and um, you know write a review. You could just hit the five stars and it'll give me a five star rating. But if you are inclined and you feel good, good too, you can write one as well. So before I end this um, 
this podcast, um, book a better health mom chat with me. It's a 30 minute fast paced chat. If you are looking to prioritize your health and your self-care, if you are looking to feel uh, and look amazing as a mom, what they call it, a MILF, if, if you are looking to change your life physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, then you need to book a Better Health Mom chat with me. During this fast-paced chat, we will identify your mindset roadblocks, stopping you from creating the lifestyle you desire. So there are there is something going on in your mind, the way you move, the way you think that is stopping you from living the life and creating the life that you desire. Then we would identify your deepest desires and dreams for your life. So we're going to work backwards. We're going to identify um, the roadblocks stopping you, and then we're going to identify what they are. And then lastly, we will identify the next steps to jump, 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 start your health and wellness journey and to see if I am and my program is a good fit for you. So with that being said, I'm going to um, end this podcast. That is a wrap for this week. I want you guys to be well, be blessed, and remember that your past does not dictate your future. Till next time. Hey, sis. Thank you for tuning into another episode of the Sis Stop Sulking podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please leave a five-star review and share this with your girlfriends. You can also find me on Instagram at Tasha Talks Life. You can DM me, tag me, let me know that I'm on the right track. I want you to be well, be blessed, and remember your past does not dictate your future. Till next time.